The Bible is 25% prophecy, you know that. It's been 100% accurate. We are futurists when it comes to the fact that there are three to 500 more prophecies that are left to be fulfilled. They're going to be fulfilled in the future in a physical, literal, global, apocalyptic context. It makes sense that the human race would be moving in the direction that the prophecies predict. For example, we're told in the book of the Revelation that there will be a global commerce in the last days, uh, and everybody will do business by having some kind of personal identifier. And uh, we see that happening in the world today, right? Where, uh, you know, in some places they're already doing all of this, where you're, uh, you know, there's no cash, they don't accept cash, but uh, you, know, you can use your palm or your fingerprint or your face print or something like that in order to identify yourself and access your funds and all. Uh, and so we see how that could happen. And, and you'd say, hey, we need to be moving in this direction, right? Well, we are. We're, we're not only moving in it, we're there. Biometrics, artificial intelligence, cashless commerce, the manipulation of human DNA, global government, the exponential growth of human knowledge and the rebirth of the uh, nation of Israel are all end times phenomena that the Bible predicts, and all of them are increasingly trending in the news. And people are talking about them. Non-believers are really interested in these things. I always like to give a couple of disclaimers, and I think all of us should be wise in this way. We're careful to use recognized, reliable sources for our news because we don't want to come across as being sensational. What the Lord says he's going to do in the word is sensational enough. We don't have to add to that. Uh, and so we want to be careful uh, about our source material. And we're not saying that the things we report are the direct fulfillment of the prophecies they hint at only that you'd expect these kinds of things to be going on. UFOs are real, it turns out. Like me, you may have missed this massive shift in official policy. In 2021, an article was posted that was titled, The Pentagon Says UFOs Are Real. Last month, an article posted by NewYorkMag.com reported the following. The past six years have been a roller coaster for the extraterrestrial-minded in America. In 2017, the New York Times revealed that former Senator Harry Reid had previously snuck away $22 million in defense funding to investigate unidentified flying objects. Since then, some Navy pilots have come forward to report frequent UFO sightings, while the Pentagon has revamped its investigation process in an effort to take the matter much more seriously. The increased scrutiny hasn't led to any breakthroughs. Turns out many of the objects really are just weather balloons. But a new report from Leslie Keen and Ralph Blumenthal, part of the team that broke the Times story in 2017, gives hope to the alien optimists. On the science website The Debrief, the pair described the story of a defense intelligence whistleblower, David Charles Grush, who has alleged that the intelligence community is hiding classified evidence of, quote, intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. Now, UFOs and aliens can uh, be explained by demonic activity. We've done that over the years when we've talked about uh, demons and all. So what does UFOlogy have to do with Bible prophecy? Well, reaching way back, some of you might recall something President Ronald Reagan said about aliens. In a 1987 address to the United Nations General Assembly, the great communicator said, perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize the common bond we have. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish 
if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Prophecy teachers point out that in the future Great Tribulation, there will be a one-world government. A cleaner, more accurate way to put it is that we will have global government. That means individual sovereign nations like the United States will uh, give up their sovereignty to a governing body, which later will be dominated by the satanic dictator we commonly call the Antichrist. And so it will be kind of a, I I don't want to get your mind thinking that it is the United Nations, but imagine the United Nations if we were bound by their decisions and their directives because we had no national sovereignty anymore. That's what's going to happen in the end times. What could motivate a strong, sovereign nation to surrender its sovereignty to a small group of elitists? Well, the COVID-19 pandemic was accompanied by calls to develop a global response. In March of this year, countries of the World Health Organization have uh, have begun negotiations on a global accord on pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response. All around the world, people are ready to acquiesce to this if another pandemic presents itself as potentially wiping out the human race. And so uh, they're calling for a global uh, effort. Uh, and so someone somewhere in Switzerland who's part of WHO would make these decisions and they would be binding on every nation of the world. And so it's a, a global response to the pandemic. At the same time, climate change is now called the climate crisis. Uh, to most of the world. What higher motivation could there be to surrender sovereignty than to actually save planet Earth? Uh, you know, when, when you're in a situation when all the, all the countries of the world marshal against you because you're the big of- offender, uh, it, it's an issue. Add an alien threat to those two and citizens will be demanding global government. I mean, remember all the fear and trepidation during COVID? Add to that, uh, you know, uh, this idea that um, the climate is, is going to kill us and then add to that an alien invasion and people will be begging for a solution to these things on a global basis. We're witnessing what we like to call stage setting for the seven-year Great Tribulation, the time of Jacob's trouble that is described in the last book of the Bible. We will not be on earth during that terrible time of Jacob's trouble. The resurrection and the rapture of the church are imminent. Could happen at any moment. Nothing needs to happen before it happens. Jesus said he would come in the clouds, raise the dead believers of the church age. Living believers will be translated in the twinkling of an eye in a moment, receiving our glorified bodies. And then we will meet the Lord in the air, be in heaven with him, enjoying uh, you know, what goes on up there, rewards and all those kinds of things. Uh, and then we'll return with him in his second coming. The question then is, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up. Ready or not, Jesus is coming. 